Hey, everybody. This is Kyler Bingham with Salt Lake Dirt and KPCR 92.9 FM in Los Gatos. Very excited to welcome a guest, an author, a veterinarian, uh, someone I've been following on Instagram for, for a few years now. I'm very excited to welcome Melissa Shapiro to the show. Um, we are very excited about – well, I, I don't know. I guess we should just get into – how you became so notable. Let's talk about Piglet. <laughs> um, it was something that really, I, I feel like was with a uh, social media, there's so much negativity on it. And when I found your Instagram, um, you know, quite a while back, it just was like such a positive story. And, you know, of course I love dogs. Everyone who listens to the show knows that. Um, but this this story really touched me, and I, I noticed I definitely kept an eye out for posts that you made. So first of all, Melissa, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for um, being being willing to talk about um, all of the like you know all the dogs you have, all the dogs you've saved, and especially we're talking about Piglet because um, you have recently a children's book that came out uh, called Piglet Comes Home that I want to make sure people are aware of. So uh, thank you for being here. Well, thanks for having me. And you probably, or you you will know, I can talk about Piglet <laughs> and what Piglet's, Piglet's done to my, for my life and others for a very long time. So I, love I Piglet, I, I am a veterinarian, a small animal vet, and I've always been very partial to taking care of um, oh, you know, disabled dogs and cats and then special needs seniors. I've always been very interested in helping rescues that are wherever I'm working. So I've been here for a very long time and I have friends in, in rescue. So I, I help them too uh, through my vet practice, which is very nice for me because most people can't help with medical issues of the rescues that are coming, say, up from the South. But I can, so I get to do that, and it's really a lot of fun and very rewarding. But uh, in um, before 2017, when Pig Piglet came, six years before, we adopted Gina, who is a um, double Merle Aussie Border Collie mix, and she is deaf. It she came deaf in one ear, and with very funky eyes. She had a lot of a uh, lot of issues because she had been abused, and also because being unilaterally deaf creates a situation where the dogs can't play sound and it's very anxiety provoking. Mm. So skipping ahead, I, I I ended up in a lot of circles and networked with a lot of people that rescued double Merle Aussies and, and others, other herding breeds. And so I, I already had some knowledge and was familiar with deaf and blind dogs because a lot of the dogs aren't only deaf in one year. They might be fully deaf. They might have uh, eye problems, but can see, or they might be blind and blind or deaf. And, and blind and deaf. So when uh, I got a note from my friend who became my friend because we adopted Gina from her rescue, she's a veterinarian down in Georgia, Colbert Veterinary Rescue Service is the name of the rescue. So uh, I had kept in touch with her because she would bring dogs up from the South and I would help her with uh, the medical cases that she would leave. Maybe someone would adopt a dog that needed some follow-up of a medical issue and then I would take care of that. So we we were in touch, and she sent me a note in uh, February of 2017 saying she had a tiny um, <laughs> Chihuahua mix uh, that was blind and most likely deaf, one pound. Did I know anyone who would be a good fit for him? And that is where we met. 
<laughs> That's when I met Pig, which she said to picture. It's a picture that I have circulated. It's it's a horrible picture. He's a tiny little sort of, oh, it was awful, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I really, I, when I read things like this in an email, my stomach, my, my whole body sinks because I know I really shouldn't because I really couldn't bring any other dogs into the house because we already had six. We, our kids were leaving. My daughter was going to have a tizzy if I brought another dog into the house. <laughs> and she already was not bringing her friends home. She didn't want anyone here because she was embarrassed. Meanwhile, every time she brought a friend home, they would be excited to see all of our dogs yeah. and they thought she was so lucky. So uh, I said no in my mind. And then I wrote her a note back and I said to the vet um, down in Georgia, Gloria, that we would foster him. So I sent my husband a note and I said, foster project question mark. I, I, I might've already told her that to bring him, you know? Yeah. But I thought, and this was my, my, the tagline is how much trouble could a one pound puppy be? <laughs> this is all in my book. This yeah. is all in the big book, the piglet, piglet, the unexpected story of a deaf blind pink puppy and his family. So he came up long, long story. Also, we ended up adopting him, of course, because after two months of him screaming and a lot of applications that were not getting approved for a lot of different reasons, not that the people were bad dog people, but he, he was an, an especially difficult puppy. He was very upset. He screamed all the time. He was really tiny and he was, you know, he couldn't go to a house with, with little kids. He couldn't go to a house where they were going to bring him outside in the sun on the beach. There were, there were things like that that were coming up. So, uh, we kept him. And when we kept him, I said to myself, he would have, I would, did not need another dog. He, that this dog was going to have a meaningful, productive life. That was the promise to myself. And the way it was going to be was that I was going to use him to raise money for, uh, dog rescues through our growing Facebook page, because mm -hmm. in trying to get rid of him, the Facebook page started growing and growing. And I don't know how many thousands there were when we finally adopted them, but it was not a little page anymore. Yeah. So that's how it all began. And and then from there, of course, we ran into a teacher from Massachusetts and she wanted to use him as a growth mindset teaching model. And we connected, thankfully, because um, my daughter, who told me to get off of Facebook, who now has taken those words back, um, I was still looking at all the comments of every post on Facebook then, and that was in July of 2017. And I, thankfully I saw her comment because if I hadn't this, none mm -hmm. of this would have happened. There would be no book. There would be no education program. There wouldn't be anything. I'd be raising money for dog rescues, which was a perfectly fine thing to be doing. But now I have an added dimension, which is very large and really a very important part of what we're doing in our, we have a nonprofit and we have the dogs and we, so yeah, that's that's where we are. Okay, that's a long story. No, that's fa that is fascinating to me, and I think uh, I'm a I'm a teacher. I'm a high school teacher, and so the the educational component that 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 the nonprofit does is what really kind of grabbed me as well. And so you bring in um, uh, the piglet, um, and you 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 speak and, and and tell the kids about the the challenges. That he has, um, I just think that is so wonderful, and I, I, you know, I would love to hear, you know, just any anecdotes or or, or just something that maybe kind of took you off guard uh, once you started doing more and more of these. Like what, uh, what struck you as being something that felt like this is a very important thing that we're doing here. This is really helping people. Well, the way we connected 
was the first thing that was, of course, completely unexpected because I didn't even know what a growth mindset was. Mm -hmm. My kids were already past elementary school where they really started introducing that stuff. And then in high school, of course, they didn't do any of that. But um, he is a very positive dog and he faces his challenges in a very positive way. He is not like other dogs. There are a lot of deaf and blind dogs. They go about their business. Our little Georgie here, if Georgie was the first one, there would not be a Georgie mindset. It was, if you look at Piglet and you think about him, and I can tell you about him, the way that he systematically approached his problems, and I'll call them problems because they were problems then, they were limitations, they were disabilities, but he really had to, he really had to, to deal with it. And he got a lot of support from us, but the way that he dealt with everything was very systematic. And he, his approach was, um, I think, you know, an ideal teaching model because he was, you know, he took things apart, you know, he figured out how to work on things and we watch him even now. He he just, the, the way that he approached coming in from the backyard into the house, mapping the room, stopped, how he stopped getting screaming. Yeah. He realized he had a routine now and he got into the routine. He learned who all the dogs were by the smell of their breath. He he did all of these things and really just he simmered over time. So when we brought him into the schools through Trisha, who is the third grade teacher in Massachusetts, her idea and her creation of piglet mindset, which is not growth mindset, but we, you know, it, it's growth yeah. mindset, we call it piglet mindset. She brought him in as a teaching model for her kids to learn, uh, to grow as learners, to learn to face challenges and identify with piglet in their own way. And that that's a theme because even on our social media pages, the, the adults that see Piglet in um, in our videos and in all of our posts, I get letters and emails from people messaging on the social media platforms telling me what he does for them. Mm -hmm. So there's adults that he does he he does it for them. They get out of bed in the morning when they've got either mental illness or uh, an injury, have just had surgery, or some other reason that they need to need to have a little bit of inspiration to get up in the morning. Maybe that you know they've got their own issues, and they see this little dog doing his. It's not such a big deal. It's not such an amazing thing that Piglet can do these things because a disabled person learns to to accommodate and and you know do what they can with their limit within their limitations. He's the same. But the way that he does it with such intensity and being so adorable makes him a really nice inspirational model, ambassador or character, you know? So when we we started, uh, we we made a program that's online. It's not just me visiting the schools. And in fact, the visiting the schools is not the main part of the program because the online program has PowerPoints that teachers download. They use as a supplement to ongoing um, curriculum in uh SEL and inclusion. And the visits become the ultimate prize for doing the online program and bringing Piglet and his Piglet mindset into the classroom, whether it's one or the whole school, maybe one grade, maybe it's Girl Scouts or, or some other organization dealing with kids. And it's not only elementary because we can also talk to middle school and high school kids and college kids, which we have. So, you know, when I get, when I go to, to, to meet the kids and I see the way that they're really just engaged and, and they're interacting with the messaging from Piglet 
that's what's the most rewarding and and really I I not totally unexpected, but really the most sure. um, enjoyable part of the whole thing. And it's it's really motivating to me to get me to continue. So you know, I go to schools. A kid pulls a a, a note out of his pocket that he wrote to Piglet. The teacher knew nothing about this, and he read it. And he and he this little boy was so sweet. A third grader. He was third grade. He had been might have been second or third grader. And he the teacher had been already teaching them about disabled animals that she was um, working with. She she does volunteers at a rescue nearby. So she introduces the kids to some of those animals. So so they already they're doing that. Then they do piglet and piglet mindset. And then we went to visit. And this kid was so moved by this. He said at first he felt sorry for the, the I, I don't know if it was a dog or cat that he was talking about that he had met through the teacher. And Piglet, he felt bad for them because they were deaf and blind. You know, he was deaf and blind. The other had some some other problem. And um, and then he realized that they're really very happy and they they are able to do all of these things, even though they have these disabilities. And he read this beautiful note and we were, of course, all teary eyed, you know. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, that's kind of the way it goes. I never know. Kids, kids hand me, you know. I get cards, you know, I, I have like cards all over the place from other people's kids now. I've, I've got wonderful. just, I have piles and boxes of thank you notes to Piglet for, for um, sending him stickers or coming. And when we go to the schools, the other thing that was especially, I don't know, tear jerking, I suppose, but very heartwarming is that one school we went to, it was during COVID, it was right at the end. So, you know, we went and we did an in-person presentation, but they couldn't, they couldn't have the whole school in this. It was also a very large school of 800 kids. So they had only a few of the classrooms in the live presentation, then they live streamed it to the rest of the school. And after we were done and I gave a presentation, I did my regular Piglet Mindset virtu uh, virtually in November. And then we went back in uh, March, the following March when we could go in person. And then I did a, a talk about disabilities and pets and people. And then we had a parade through the whole school. It's amazing <laughs> that I didn't get COVID because it was really still <laughs> during COVID. But 800 kids lining the hallways, wearing pink, wearing um, headbands that say Piglet State of Mind that they'd get off the, they, uh, the teacher's print from the website, and all colored in pink, holding signs saying, Pig, you know, favorite fan, um, Piglet's strong and brave. We love you, Piglet, and all of these things. And it's, it's. I, I never thought of having a parade through a school with my dogs. <laughs> I have many parades, and the kids really love it. And and seeing their big smiles, and they just, they all know about Piglet because the teachers are using our online program, and then our the kids book. I have the book sitting here because I like to have them right near me. Um, and I, so, so we have the big book and then we have uh, in 2022, the, the kids book Piglet Com comes home came out and that's, that's for the younger elementary school kids. So the teachers will read the, the adult book as well as the kids book and introduce it, use the program. And then we go visit virtually or in person. That's wonderful. <laughs> and and then I wanted to, yeah. So I, I guess it kind of, you know, it, 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 it makes sense that a children's book came out of this that it came and then um i just think it's a it's a beautiful book and you know the artwork is incredible um, yeah. I, I would love you to talk a bit about just um the initial concept of because we, we talk we have a lot of authors on the show so 
Uh, I've never talked to anyone who's who's uh, made a children's book before, so I'm really interested in just kind of that process. Once you have like uh, the idea to do this, um, putting the story together, getting the artist, it, it seems um, like a like a like an overwhelming amount of work. If it's a, well, if it... <laughs> I'm not the run of the mill children's book author. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got this. I got a book deal because my dog uh, attracted the attention of a, a writer for people magazine. So we were in people magazine in October, 2019. And then we were, um, we got to be on NBC nightly news with Lester Holt, which was just beyond belief. Um, a, a reporter actually came up to Massachusetts. We went and did a piglet visit in the original with the original teacher for piglet mindset, not the original class, but the kids from the original class came and did the oh. inter to sit, you know, two years later, what do you still yeah. think, you know? And then um, I got, and then an editor called me and I got this book deal the next, into the next year. And it was for an adult memoir, not a kid's book, mm -hmm. but the kid's book came along with the package. Okay. So um, I really had no idea. I mean, Warren, my husband, and I had a, had a very strong idea of what we wanted the kids' book, what we would want in a kids' book. And I had toyed with the idea of writing a kids' book for years. My husband's home. <laughs> I could hear that. And so anyway, we um, we worked with them, and they they had a writer to work with, and the. What their idea was and what our idea was wasn't exactly the same. So with a very, very sort of a committee effort, my daughter is a very um, prolific reader and she's an exceptional writer. And she did a lot. She actually wrote a lot of the book. Oh, wow. And um, we did a lot of editing back and forth with starting with what the, the publisher had provided and then what we did. So in the end, the book is amazing. Yeah. And my name is on it, but it wasn't it wasn't me sitting down here at this desk and writing a kid's book. There are kids books that I I would I would like to write. And there are kids books there. Like I have outlines for kids books on my on the website on the, the education program, because I've got Piglet gets a gets a new brother. Piglet gets a, a, a new sister. Piglet gets a baby brother. Piglet gets a new sister. Piglet and the three senses. Piglet's inclusion pack. I mean, there are all sorts of the, the story of Piglet, the deafblind pink puppy. I thought that those would be material for a, a kid's book. They did not want to use that stuff because mm. they don't want, they don't want nonfiction. They want fiction for a kid's book. So they, they wanted a fictionalized story of Piglet. This book is as close to the truth and not fiction as possible. So we, we were really very careful, I think, about making sure that everything aligned with the message of Piglet, as well as his disabilities and the language that was used to describe the um, the disabilities in there that kids could understand and really relate to and then bring in and, and maybe use when they meet somebody, either a person or an animal that's disabled. And one of the things that, that happened with this book, which was just, you know, not a surprise really, but definitely needed addressing was that in the book, Piglet, the, the dogs are all waiting, and, and all the and the illustrator is awesome. My husband and I actually picked her from. They we were going through uh, illustrators online, and we suggested her to them, and then they hired her. 
So she did an amazing job. These are all of my dogs in this book. And we wanted the dogs to look like our dogs. We didn't want big eyes and cartoon-like characters because it's just not our thing. But Mm -hmm. maybe maybe the book would have sold better if we had done that. (laughs) I really don't know. But the book that we have, we really like. And so anyway, um, in one of the parts, Piglet at the, well, Piglet saves the day, of course, and they all come in and they're all congratulating Piglet by barking at him. I said, no, <laughs> he can't hear them. So it's, we turned around and around and then we had them patting, <laughs> telling me how, you know, thank you. So, yeah. So I, it, just things like that had to happen with the kids book, which was a lot of fun to really, to think about and do, but the way that I'm using this kids book now is that it's a really great way to introduce Piglet and Piglet mindset to uh, students, especially the younger elementary school kids. So say, you know, okay, even well, preschool up through third, even the fourth graders can deal with it. But it, it one of the third graders in one of the, one of the presentations said, did that really happen? Of course, they all know there's no way that Piglet saved the day and brought all the dogs in from outside in a thunderstorm. It's not really, it It, it could conceivably be possible, but like initially they had him, they had him taking them on a walk through the woods, you know, like, like he's going to lead them through the woods with not being able to see. Now, technically, again, he could because he maps everything out and he knows where he's going. I can take him to the beach, put him in, in on the beach, and he'll find his way to the parking lot where I normally park my car, which I, is not right there. I mean, he has to go up over a sidewalk and into the road and take a right turn and then a left turn. And he can do those things. But um, we we felt like that probably didn't belong there. So anyways, I I have a book donation program through our nonprofit, which supports the Piglet Mindset educational program, which is online. Um, we send stickers and Piglet's Inclusion Pack membership cards to students that are doing Piglet Mindset in their schools. And I also send them other places, of course, to kids that are doing anything to do with Piglet. But the book, I, I started pick a book donation program because um, I wanted to give books to a all the kids in a class in Bridgeport, Connecticut here, which is, um, it's a title one school. It's a lower income area, very low income. A lot of the kids don't even get Christmas presents. Mm. So at the end of the year, the book had come out and I, I, I had already done a piglet visit with that class who I'm on seventh, the seventh year now with that teacher who's amazing. And I said, let me bring all your kids a book. So I, I went on my, my Instagram page and I put on the stories. I want to donate uh, 20, whatever books to this classroom you want to donate, you know, here's the place that I made a donation button on our website to go to the book donation fund. And, you know, within an hour, there was whatever hundreds of dollars it was yeah. to donate the books. And from there, I thought, you know what, I should have a program and donate books to more than just this classroom. So last year, I donated a 1000 books, which is, you know, a fair amount of books. I mean, it's not 10,000 books. I, it's not Dolly Parton, but <laughs> I would like it to be like that. Because when I when I send these books, now I, I'm sending them, if a school or a teacher wants to do the, the program, I will send them a book and then stickers for all their kids, Piglet's Inclusion Pack membership cards, and then we'll arrange a visit, either virtual or in person. And now also I have a lot of, uh, I, I have a lot of very generous donors. So I have money to fund visits for schools that don't have a budget for, for these kinds of enrichment and author visits. So uh, that is a really nice, exciting thing. And the book has become an integral part of the program, which is, I, I, I'm so thankful to Simon & Schuster for letting me have this book. 
you know, to, to be yeah. able to publish a kid's book for Piglet. And I, I, I have other ideas for other books, but um, this book in the meantime is here and it's, it's ready to go. So I'm now sending books to a lot of schools. We're, we're going on a tour um, in March next month. In, oh, in wow. a couple of weeks, we're going on a tour down the Perfect. East Coast. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah. I love it. So, okay. So let's make sure people can, um, you know, where is the best place to find both of the books? Because, you know, we have we have the children's book, but we also have the the other one that's, you know. Yeah, the um, the, the uh, memoir, which is yeah. my memoir, which I was very uncomfortable with in the beginning. <laughs> and then, you know, I, so I worked with a writer because I, I, I mean, I'm a veterinarian. I'm not a writer. I never, I don't, I'm not a big reader even. I, I just, it's a thing. But in any case, I like certain kinds of books. And this book is a memoir of my life. It's called Piglet, the Unexpected Story of a Deafblind Pig Puppy and His Family. And it it contains over half the book is Piglet, of course, and the dogs. But the other parts are the lead up to Piglet, all of the veterinary work, all of the animal rescue work, um, some family things. I mean, we did put all of that in there. She, this woman that I worked with just dug down deep, talked to my parents. We talked, We I, I had written years ago, I had rescued house sparrows here and I had already written pages and pages and pages about my birds and all of that went into the book. So that was already written and wow. it was just edited it and it went in, which was really nice for me because that was something I always wanted to write a, bu a book about my house sparrows which i have a page called house sparrows in my house which i'm I'm not on i don't do anymore but it still lives with some other people that have baby uh, have house sparrows now because i don't have any anymore but anyway wow. long story um <laughs> the books can be found wherever books are sold if you but but the way to find out all about piglet is pigletmindset.org where we have the education program the rescue fund because we also donate money to rescues a thousand dollars a month I sent to rescues. Um, last year, I sent $500 a month. We bumped it up this year. That's great. Uh, sorry, not $1,000 a month, $1,000 a week. Mm -hmm. I, I meant to say that. So this oh, year- Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Last year, we went 40, 42,000. Whoa. Yes. I'm sorry. I meant, I meant once a week. That's and amazing. I, have, I find rescues that I that I work with and I'm familiar with online and, and in person. And then um, also, so so the three things are so the, the education program, the books, and the rescue uh, fund. And the books are on the website under the tab that says books. Mm -hmm. And so you can order them online. I don't want to advertise them for any of the online places, maybe on your on your uh, sure. <laughs> show here. But um, <laughs> wherever you can find a book, you can. if you can't, then you ask them to order it because it was published by a major publisher and they can get it. That's wonderful. Yeah, I was just like, I, I was so thrilled because, you know, like you said, I, I initially found you on Instagram and followed that for a long time. And then when I um, discovered the website, finally uh, went over to the website, I was just blown away at how uh, much is going on. It's, 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 it's incredible. Yeah. This, this seems like uh, this has got to take so much time. It's so, I mean, and you're helping so many people. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. So you and your, your, your husband, Warren are, um, you know, it's just such a, joy to see your journey online so i just want to thank you for for posting thank so much you. and including really, us really this is this is one of the most amazing like this dog piglet is i, I can't even believe that i that i connected with him that i mm -hmm. somehow crossed paths with him because 
I was really looking for something that I, I could do post being a veterinarian because it's a very physical job. I'm, I'm sort of falling apart now. And it's not that, that bringing dogs to schools or sitting in a chair all day, you know, communicating with people is not taxing on, on the sure. back, but it's really very exciting for me to do something new. And I'm, and I'm really working really full-time for my nonprofit and I work part-time for my vet practice, which I is only me because I'm a house call vet. I do a lot of in-home euthanasias and I do a lot of, um, you know, I, I have had, it's been many, you know, decades long that I, and I do enjoy, I love, I love being a veterinarian, but this is, and I've always loved going into school. So now I get to bring uh piglets message plus animal rescue message and a lot of kids, of course, like to be want to be veterinarian. So I can also talk to them about that. And I, I do all of that. And I have other things that I talk about to kids other than Piglet that I can go into schools. So it's really, it's just all a lot of fun. It's very rewarding. And it is it, your question to it, you know, why, why is it so important? It's really important because we are bringing a message of being, first of all, self-caring to be positive and and resilient when facing challenges, which we all do, and especially kids now. Mm -hmm. And then we teach them to be accepting and inclusive and kind, empathetic, which is like the hottest topic of the times, especially bringing into the little ones that they are start learning about this and it's ingrained in their heads so that when they look at adults not being that they can they know the difference mm -hmm. and they can say i'm not going to be like that i'm going to be i'm going to be like piglet <laughs> and piglet inclusion pack but you know the the message is so relevant now and and thankfully the schools every single school in the country and probably the world is bringing these messages to kids and the reason my program is so effective and so um i i i think you know people should use it is that it is using a tiny deaf and blind dog who is adorable and the kids pay attention when it's coming from a dog and an animal. He's not the only dog teaching these messages to kids, but he is one of them and his program is unique. No one, there's no program like ours. And that is, that's why I'm so excited to be doing it, but that's why you should do it with your high school kids. Heck yeah, I'm in. <laughs> and everybody should be bringing Piglet into their schools. And 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 I'm I, every time every teacher that fi that finds out and starts using it is really excited to have it, and the kids remember it for years to come. You know, so yeah. That's no, I, I'm excited. I teach a humanities class, and oh, it's perfect. I and this is perfect. This you is can perfect read my for book. <laughs> yes, I am. Am absolutely including this. So I, I am very excited to dig in and um, everyone else, you know, educators, anyone really pigletmindset.org is where you can find more info on it. Uh, Melissa, thank you so much for taking the time. Is there anything else you want to add as we wrap oh, up just, here tonight? The only other thing is that, you know, our social media pages are also very active and people do really enjoy watching great. the others. So it's Piglet, the DeafBlind Pink Puppy on Facebook and Piglet uh, at Pink Piglet Puppy on on Instagram. Wonderful. So, you know, and I, I'm always posting about our, our visits and, you know, information about what we're doing so that it, it's another source of, you know, place to find out about what we're doing with Piglet Mindset. Yeah. And like I said earlier, it's, it, you know, there's so much negativity and, and so much like I feel oftentimes like depleted after I, I scan through my social media, I've gotten rid of certain ones and tried to limit it. <laughs> so come when, to my page. But it's when you, positive. 
Exactly. So when you you have uh, you know something like Piglet, it just you know that those endorphins start popping and, and, yeah, oh, yeah. and you feel you feel great after it's, no, a, it's a, just it's a watching him sleep i, I post a picture of him <laughs> a little troll with a little ball you know it gets like nine or ten thousand likes on, <laughs> you know because there's just there is something very magnetic about him yes he's, he's really i don't know what it is but he he is a very special dog and not because he's deaf and blind but that just makes him even more yeah you know a, attractive and I think, you know, just engaging because, you know, when you look at him, you just, I don't know. Yeah. He's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dog. So I'll have pictures and links to all this, everybody. So if you're curious what Piglet looks like, since we're just on the radio here, um, we'll have links on the, on our website, linking um, to all this stuff. So uh, again, Melissa Shapiro, thank you so much for taking the time tonight. This was a blast. Thanks for having me. (laughs) 